We're back. Everyone else has been a week, but it's only been like 30 minutes for us. Right? Right? back. I missed you guys. I was drinking a Corona with my feet outside, but my body was inside. That works really well. Drinking a Corona with my feet outside. That's That's got to be a line in a professional song. A professional song. professional song. What are you trying to say? This wasn't a professional song? What? No, I'm saying it should be professional. It's so good it should be. Sounds like a country lyric. Love you too. Don't don't tell Kanan. He'll get jealous because I'm coming for his career. <laughs> <laughs> this one like eight second blurb of a song is just <laughs> drinking a corona all with over my feet the outside. Kill her. <laughs> Kill her. Uh, we are back. We missed you for the thirty eight minutes we've been gone. Oh yes, mm, kisses, kisses all around. We're here today to talk about two. Really hard-hitting topics. We're going to start <laughs> ourselves off with our favorite movies of all time. And then, to follow it up, we're going to go deep, dark, into the depths of our pasts, or our futures, but really just the past, and talk about what we could have done differently in college. And Chad Michael Ennis is making sex motions with his hands, and it looks like aliens, and We're it's scary. Deep. We're going deep. Oh, that's what that is. That's that looks like a uh, predator. Or oh my god! Oh, this is terrifying, guys. Whenever you see these, it's bad. You're not gonna like it. <laughs> oh, all right. So if you know the three of us, you know that we like movies and television and acting. I was making finger like puppets. That. Did you say our names on the name of the podcast? I didn't. I keep forgetting. I'm bad. Okay, sorry. You are back <laughs> with affable idiots. So, so very affable. Such much idiota. I'm Jesse motherfucking Neil. And over here we got Chad, Michelle, Guadalupe, Santana, Ines. And then over here beside him, we got holding it in with holding the Pardo de Pardo. Those are our names forever now. <laughs> oh, I love it. Maybe eventually I'll just call us something different each time. But Ooh. I can't tell you. It's my secret. Ooh. You just told us. Sex babam. No, I said I might. We're all three sex, sex babam. <laughs> this is Jesse Neal, a.k.a. Sex babam. This is Chad Michael Innes, a.k.a. Sex babam. Sex babam. <laughs> Here's Holden DePardo, a.k.a. A.k.a. Sex bomb. <laughs> sex bomb. Oh, is, is I supposed to say it? I don't think so. I don't really know who's supposed okay. to say what anymore. I don't know. I can't. Everyone read. has the right to. That's all I know. I never knew Freedom my speech. father. I never knew my father. <laughs> True story. In Finding Nemo, when the shark is like, "I never knew my father," it's because sharks, their dads leave after conception, after they little spread their their shark spermie on the little eggs. So sharks literally never know wow, their dads. They're, they're just assholes. They're basically just assholes. That's well, sad. Well, they're, they don't want to be there for their kids and see their kids graduate from college. Can you imagine that's not how hard it is to put that Holden? many kids? It's a lot of kids. Holden, maybe that's not their culture. Are maybe you they just, shouldn't have... Wow, you are just assuming... They should just have just one kid. No. They should have just one kid. Holden, you're assuming your white American culture. 
Uh, not assuming it. You are, projecting. what is it called when you, projecting thank you. It, yeah. You are projecting your white American culture onto these sharks. Wow, I'm Holden. doing it because I see that we're all just species on this planet. Yeah. We should all operate just like no. America. That's oh, well, how well, I mean. <laughs> Haven't you seen Midsummer? The there are benefits to uh, doing things outside the box. I haven't seen that movie. Not yet. Not once. And we don't Not recommend never. it. At least Chad and I don't. Not recommend. So, lots of people really like it. We just didn't. You know so what's here's weird? Here's a secret. That... Go for it. What's weird? I so I very I, I proclaim that I am a soundboard for other people's funny things. That I very rarely well, have an official, like actual funny original thought, but I just know mm, when mm. to insert other people's thoughts that are very funny. Um. And so many years ago, this was over uh, almost 10 years ago, I went and saw a movie with a person named Ryan Bridebell. <laughs> we'll, okay. we'll call him Ryan Blidebell. Um, and in the movie, during the commercials, every single one he went approved or not approved. That wasn't original for you. No, it's not original me. I have- and I've I done have been it disappointed every single by time you so since. many times. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm have, just telling there you, have I don't so have an original things. thought. There have been so many things in our friendship that I have just died laughing over. And then he's like, oh, I didn't come up with that. Like the, uh, oh, Michael Caine. Yeah, that was uh, Matt And then when I found out, <laughs> yeah, whenever I found out who really did that, I was like, oh, cheese. Cheese and rice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I realized the other day, as, as I was doing it in the movie theater, watching The Farewell, is that, shit, I've been doing this for almost 10 years, because Ryan Blydebell did it one time while I saw a movie with him, and I just never stopped. Mike, are you not funny? I There no, is no, a special has, skill. He to... knows the exact things. He's a skill, yeah. yeah He's it's a curator a skill. of funny uh, phrases. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, well, you, you could be a curator of art and not be good at art. Well, I take other people's things <laughs> that also might not be that funny, but when I say them in the right context and at the right time, boom, fucking nails it that, every time. That's, that's just your face. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> It, it people laugh because they can see your face, and you've got yeah. a dumb face. <laughs> I've got a funny face. Funny face no, pancakes. You a, you have a dumb body. I have a stupid body. You have a stupid body. <laughs> Holden, what's what, your body? Wasn't that said Holden? What, wasn't there uh, our butts? Pleasantly and then... plump. <laughs> Didn't we have the first pages printed off the printer in our apartment, and it was like, Jesse has a something butt. Oh, Mike's got Mike a good a, butt. Jesse's got a... Stupid butt. Stupid butt. Tom's butt is just right. And then you printed something for Holden, and Tom and I wrote on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, the jury's still out on Holden's butt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Not my calves, though. Jury I, is decided on mm, my calves. Just yeah. so you all know. Unanimously. This was just. Not guilty. It was th- innocent <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> this was just like regular aerial black type on paper printed. <laughs> yeah. From a printer. It was Helvetica. Thumbtacked. Thumbtacked <laughs> to the wall it in was, our old apartment. But listen, you don't remember the context. It was, you know, when people run a business and they make their very first dollar and they put it up on the wall and frame it. This was, we got a new printer. That was the very first thing I printed from it. So I tacked it onto the wall. <laughs> Uh, our old living room went through so many stages <laughs> it did it did so many stages of grief so many good stages yeah yeah well i mean when gunter 
uh, was there. There were lots of griefs. Griefs. Good griefs. You wanna watch me smoke? Wanna watch me smoke? I might sneeze again. Might not, though. All right, let's Sneeze in my eyes. I'll open them really (laughs) wide. (laughs) Do you remember that time? Okay, Holden, you weren't there for this. <laughs> you remember that time? time three hours ago when I made that same joke? Holden, you weren't there for this. No, no, no. No, I'm talking about Mike and I were in Chicago. In oh, yes. Chicago? <laughs> Walking yes. to the train from our old apartment. And it was like half a mile away. It was the best day of my life. <laughs> to the train we're just talking and mike all of a sudden he's like i'm gonna he didn't even say he's gonna have to say i wish i could just show you guys this motion but he just he inhaled deeply turned his head to me and sneezed in my face hard (laughs) and without covering it he just goes right into my face Oh my One God. of the worst days of my life. <laughs> but but it, no, it wasn't Jesse because it's one of the best days of Chad's life, and you're basically the same person. You That's right. That. Oh, oh my man. God, I, I haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> and then <laughs> Chad's literally crying right now. <laughs> oh, he's wiping his happy tears away. Yes. Oh my gosh, it was it was the happiest day of his life. His face. It was. I was. It shocked. all happened it in was... a quarter of a second too. <laughs> Oh, it but I'm seeing so it in bad. slow motion. It's one of those moments too. It's like, do you have any regrets in life? Like, no, no regrets. Not even the time you sneezed in your friend's face. No, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not that. I definitely do not That's regret one of my that. greatest joys. <laughs> <laughs> and he has. And I was super sick at the time too. I just know I gave it to her. <laughs> I'm also a mouth sneezer too. Most of what escapes from my from my body when I sneeze is spit out my mouth rather than boogers out my nose. Yep, and it got all. Or a nice loogie. So it's a nice fine mist of my own spit. It was disgusting. It was awful. (laughs) And then, and then on top of that, I'm so hilarious that he's done a spit take on me at least three times, just dousing me in water. Didn't we do that on purpose for something? No. Or was that Parks and Rec? That was Parks and Rec. (laughs) (laughs) They have an episode where they practice spit takes. And welcome back to another episode of your favorite game. Was it Mike and Jesse or Parks and Rec? <laughs> can't remember if that was my own life or something I saw on TV. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Parks, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It was. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. <laughs> Lord. Lord. <laughs> uh, all right. God Let's talk about some movies. Yeah, movies. 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 Holden, sing it. Do you want me to go first? No, no you're going to do the movies like the shot A. Movies. Have you <laughs> never... Oh, my God. You got some work to do. Holden, have you never sang... Oh, jeez. Oh, no. I sang in the podcast two times. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Really badly. On this podcast? No, no. Reese Funny Fire. We have, a, we have a rule. This, this we have a rule on the show where if he doesn't play the video game by the end of the month, if he doesn't beat it by the end of the month, he has to sing a song. So we did. Do you those have to sing ones. a song if you don't? What's well, your thing? So one, one was because I didn't finish the game, and the other was because, well, 
I just didn't want to play Kingdom Hearts. That's why. But the other one was because I I forgot Ryan's subscriber prerogative at Silo Sword, and I felt bad, so I wanted to make it up to him. So I sang him a song. Mm. Yep. Mm. What song was, was it? Good or was it bad? The Kingdom Hearts. No, that was for the Kingdom Hearts one. What song did you sing for? No, him? no, the one for Kingdom Hearts was Moana. The oh, one that's that right. Was Kingdom Hearts was Kingdom Hearts. Which Moana song did you sing? Um, you're welcome. Nice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The whole thing? I mean, I should have been in the movie. I mean, it was great. <laughs> uh, I what he did, too, is he didn't do the homework to learn the song at all. No, I didn't. He, I listened to the song. He had the headphones on, and he was playing the song, and he had the lyrics in front of him, and he was singing it as it went through. So he was like, uh, I see what's Which hap- made it even happening worse. here. Uh, Sarah and Adam God. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the movie, Holden? <laughs> Not, no, no, I haven't. That <laughs> Not is... the whole thing, at least so good this is I've good been, here's the thing is i've been in the presence of that movie through multiple playthroughs but i've never actually seen the whole movie and uh-huh. i was present the entire time it was being played but i haven't seen the whole movie before it's what okay. was that aside you just did there uh i burped and blew it away oh <laughs> <laughs> it looked like you were like talking to casey maybe or like preparing for him to come over and kiss you and and you're just like no he's this way very good very good over there it's just the doorway and the hall and the closet where our coats are stored oh you guys have coats yeah i know right we're rich we've got coats to wear when it's cold out we're rich filthy rich i tell you filthy rich people (laughs) you and your coats Coats. All right, let's talk about movies. Movies. (laughs) Here we go again. Holden, do it. (laughs) Movies. Holden, have you never sung before? (laughs) (laughs) He sang on the podcast twice. Twice in the podcast before. (laughs) Shut up. Let's talk. (laughs) Oh, start us away, whoever. I'll go first. Do it. This is like a favorite. So this is just a discussion about favorite movies of all time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't have to like okay. have a list or anything. Just like some of your favorite movies. Okay. I don't know if I have like a favorite movie of all time. But I have like a, just a collection of movies that like at any point, if anyone's just said, hey, let's watch this movie, I'd be, yeah, always down for it. Uh, the first one off the top of my head I can think of is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think the movie is classic and amazing. I'll never get bored and tired of it. I love the shit out of that movie. That's I've a never seen movie. it. You've never seen it? I've never seen it. It's one of those things I feel like bec- it's like when people see Star Wars and they're 45 <laughs> years old. And she's dicing <laughs> my computer right now. Yeah. <laughs> Those people who are like, they missed the boat on Star Wars, but because their friends were like, dude, it's classic. And you went to go see it. And you're like, okay, it was just, you know, a space movie, whatever. I feel like that might happen with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. It could, yeah. I think that it might happen. But it yeah, because you awesome. obviously did not miss the boat by seeing it 15 years late. That's not what I mean. Like, <laughs> I've known. Shut up. I mean, like, I saw it as a kid. Oh, okay. As opposed so you to, have like, to see it. It's a kid's who... movie. It's like a goofy movie, no, 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 but no, no, no. real life. Because... <laughs> no, no, no. Like, <laughs> you see Star Wars as a kid. It's a childhood experience for you. If you missed out on it and you see it as an adult, it might not speak to you the same way. That's all I'm saying. And I think Ferris Bueller's Day Off is kind of the same, the same deal. That's a good movie. It's not a movie that I could be, it could be down to watch at any time. But it's a, I mm-hmm. think I agree that it is a good movie. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, and I think that's the beauty of, of human nature. Where my list of movies I could be down to watch anytime could be different from <laughs> your list of movies. That sounds like that's freedom why we're not in America. 
That is a good movie. I do like that movie. And it's classic Chicago, yeah. and your girl exactly. lives there. What? What? Is it really Chicago, though, or is it the suburbs of Chicago? Because I've seen the no, backyards. Really sh- so, no, so the whole movie is he skips school and then goes to Chicago. Okay. Yeah. I think he lives in the suburbs. That's literally the whole movie. That's it. <laughs> That's that's the whole so movie, good. and then I've seen well, the scene where he like drives the car in reverse to try to get the mileage down, but it doesn't work, and the car goes. Yeah, yeah, oh, well, and that's a, a big moment. I think they Should live in they live in the suburbs, but he goes into Chicago. Mm. Yeah, mm. on his mm. day off. Yeah, well, he he skips school. Like, oh, it's his, really his day off. off? Well, I mean, it's called his day off. I know, but you know, he skips school. But day off is like, you know, hey, I'm. PTO. I'm, I'm taking the day off. Paid time People off. People get PTO yeah, from school. PTO from, from school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice? That is a good movie. My mm-hmm. number. I have two movies, and Mike is going to not be surprised by this. That I could watch any time. Gilmore. Any time. That's a TV show, <laughs> and I would watch it any time. Let's be real. But two movies that I am down to watch at any point in time. I don't care if I just watched it earlier that day. Are in Bruges. Mm. And Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. Mm. Yes. In Bruges is fantastic. My favorite I, movie of all time. I love that movie. We're still in so fucking Bruges! Much. <laughs> I take back what I said about your cunt fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yes, both of those Ray movies is so good by Martin McDonough. His mm. first, I love Martin McDonough. He's so good. So stage right. I really for his dark comedies. And then he's like, I'm going to write a movie and direct a movie. And it was in Bruges, and it was perfect, and it's my favorite movie of all time. And then he's like, I'm going to do it again with Seven Psychopaths. The, oh, it seven has one of the best so final scenes of a movie. Yeah. It's such a good final scene. I love I it. I can't tell you why, of course, but it is. It's so good. And Casey hasn't seen it yet, and I am so... What? And I'm so excited. Although, he maybe he has seen it. I don't know. He probably seen it. Let's be real. I, I mix things <laughs> up. You know my brain. Um, yeah. But... I it also has Colin Farrell in it, who like traditionally was not an actor that I enjoyed watching, but it turns out he's in three of my top eleven favorite movies of all time. And uh, I'd, I'd venture so in... to say three of the top five. And he's in the Lobster. Is that on your list? It is on my list. Yes, I love. That. Now Casey had not seen that movie, and I showed it to him, and he really enjoyed it. That is such a good movie. Yeah. The, have you seen the Lobster, Holden? No, I really want to see it. Uh, you should. You should. You idiot. I know. It's on something. something. You've told me to watch it. Tell you what, Chad, if you see the last Shut up. Do you remember what I said last episode about loving each other and not being competitive? I don't know. It was a week ago. It's hard to say. <laughs> uh, the no, the, the lobster is on about, Netflix. Go watch it. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, it's about fine. you have to fall in love by a certain time or age or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you ha- you get turned into... An animal. He chooses the lobster. And you choose your animal, and he chooses yeah. a lobster. Right. But does he get turned into an animal or not? I don't know. You'll have to watch. Who knows? It's such like a... You, so you end up going to like this last-ditch effort where there's like you meet couples and things like that at this place. And if you by the end of your stay there, if you don't have a partner, then you have to become a, an animal. It's so fucking good, though. It's so good. Oh, I love that movie. I love it so much. And I love Colin Farrell, too. Like, and mostly from those three movies. I think his, I know him his from best other performance things, was but... uh, Bullseye in Daredevil. I haven't seen him. I'm just uh, kidding. What season was that? <laughs> no, he was in the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. He played Bullseye. Oh. One of the gosh, villains. That movie's terrible. 
Ben Affleck. Remember but he also, he's, they were he's like, pretty good. He's pretty good. Phone booth? Eh? <laughs> I haven't seen Phone Booth. I don't know if I've seen Phone Booth. He, he was not. also great in Horrible Bosses. He oh was great in that. Yeah. I forgot he was in that. No, I love him. Mm-hmm. And in, in Bruges, you get Mad Eye Moody. And That's right. He's not Mad Eye. Mad though, Eye Moody and, and, and Voldemort. That's right, yeah. you do get Voldemort. He's the one with the cunt fucking kids. Yep. <laughs> Take back that thing you said about my cunt fucking it, kids. <laughs> and Colin Farrell was almost going to play Harry Potter, so like it could have been the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, could have been. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. He was also Daniel in Seven Psychopaths. <laughs> he was yes. the main character mm-hmm. in Seven Psychopaths, the writer. Which I've not seen, but I've heard good things. Oh, you yeah, should go see it, Holden. It's oh, Mark McDonough. It's... And Sam Rockwell, who fucking is the bee's vagina. He really is the beast of giant, and he was great in Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yes, another Martin McDonough he was really film. Great. Yep. Oh, that was also him. Yes. Was yeah, movie. I love Martin McDonough. I eat up everything he poops. <laughs> Sam Rockwell was also. I eat it. I eat it up. <laughs> Sam Rockwell was also awesome as George W. Bush in in uh, Vice. Oh, right. I was not a fan of the rest of the that, movie, but, but he was great as George W. Bush. I didn't. Yeah, didn't, Big Short was better, but. Didn't Christian Bale do a good job in that, too, apparently? I don't know seen it. He was fantastic oh, yeah, as a kid, did. but I just didn't enjoy the movie. Yeah, I remember yeah. you saying you didn't really enjoy it, but that they did a good job. Good job. I love good those. Good job. Uh, I love movies. I love films. Film? Taron Killam? As Killum. they say in the... Taron Killam! Taron Killam! Jay Farrow! <laughs> Nassim Pedrad! Oh, so good. Bobby Moynihan! <laughs> Uh, so I That's actually so have a list of my favorite movies of all time on my Letterboxd profile. I'm going to plug that right there. If you want to go, it's like a social media site for movies and movie reviews. Uh, so if you want to go find me there, I have a list of my favorite tell them movies. What, tell them what your name is on there. Um, so, so it's actually right now I'm trying to change it, but it will be Chad Mike Innes to align with all of my other social media stuff. Well, I hope they but change I also, it. The, you if you follow me on Twitter... This. If you follow me on Twitter at Chad Mike Innes, or you follow me on Instagram at Chad Mike Innes, I post them there from Letterbox as well, so you can see them. Nice, but nice. Yes. cross posting, right, 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 cross pollination, sperm everywhere. It's like crossing streams. I've got In Bruges. I've got The Lobster. I've got Seven Psychopaths. I've got Fight Club. Mm, haven't yeah. seen that whole movie. I was what? I know, I know, I know. You should do that. It's a good. I was going to mention Fight Club later on because that's fantastic. For a while, like because of that it. movie, Edward Norton was my favorite actor. I love Edward Norton. What was that movie? Bird was it Birdman? Team Birdman? Yes. I yes. loved Edward Norton and Birdman. I just oh, loved Birdman. God. Birdman but... itself was just fucking fantastic. Hey, Holden, I know you really love the 45-minute episode where it's all like it's one shot from, uh, what's it called? Oh, I know. Birdman's Birdman's all better. The 45-minute episode of what? Mr. Robot has an episode that's just a 45-minute one take. It's not really one take, but it's just like Birdman's probably not really one take. Oh, my gosh. Birdman is so good. Regardless, irregardless, irregardlessly of that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Birdman. Oh, my this gosh. Is, this is, this is, this is, this is. <laughs> this is, this is. Just fucking EP. say it. This, <laughs> this is EP. <laughs> Uh, that's just uh that was an that's an ex- example of a time that i was accidentally a little bit listexic when reading something which happens uh, a lot. i don't even remember what <laughs> the actual thing was uh i don't remember here's another another goodie eternal sunshine of the spotless mind 
that's a good one. You're literally just taking movies that I was going to mention. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, you can continue mentioning but- movies. No, no, no. You keep going. I'm just like, wow, we have so many movies in common that I did not know about. Why Eternal Sunshine was one of my favorite things. Actually, that was one of the ones that Christopheles introduced me to in college that I had not <sighs> seen. That and Fight Club, actually. Both of those movies I had not seen before. That, in- oh, uh, Charlie Kaufman, that writer, direct, that writer is, he just does great movies in general. He did Intro to the Spotless Mind. He did Adaptation, and he did Being John oh, Malkovich. Oh, Adaptation. Those are three so amazing good. movies. I watched Being John Malkovich for the first time a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I right? really liked wow. it. <laughs> yep. He's an amazing writer. He's really talented. I haven't seen Adaptation, guy. but I have seen Eternal Sunshine, and Nicholas I just saw Cage. Being John Malkovich, and that was great. Okay, so like Being John Malkovich and Adapta- in, um, Sunshine are... Very weird movies. Mm-hmm. Adaptation's really weird in a way that's believable it could happen. Cool. Okay. Yeah. It's Nicolas Cage playing twins, too. Yeah, that is so funny. Oh, my God. Wait, wait like, a minute. like, oh, I got this. Is it good Nick Cage? Yeah. It is. Or is it bad yes. Nick Cage? Okay. It's good Nick great Cage. Nick. It's, it's great. Actually, I'd say it's probably my favorite performance that I can think of right now. It's but the only Nick, Nick Cage, Cage role I'll watch that's not National Treasure. No, 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 wait a minute. Raising Arizona? Oh, Raising Arizona. I haven't seen Raising Arizona. Oh, my God. That's a Coen Brothers movie with him. Oh, my God. So it's so good. good. It's so good. I loved him. God damn it. <laughs> oh, it was, that movie's so absurd, so and I love it. You should watch um, Raising Arizona. You should put it on a list. Everybody. Put even that you, on your list and smoke it. And smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so on this list, movie. I call it my favorite movies of all time, and the description of the list is: this is a list of my favorite movies, though not necessarily the best movies of all time. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. We added that qualifier at the beginning of this discussion as well. Yeah, uh, Dumb and Dumber is next on the list. Great movie. I talked earlier about me being a soundboard for other people's funny shit. When I rewatched this movie. God, what, eight years ago now at Tom's place, I was like, yeah, and I missed every... it because you were watching the newsroom and I didn't go. Because yep. I didn't want to watch the newsroom. <laughs> yep, let me watch Dumb and Dumber without you. I was like, oh my god, every other line from this movie is something that I say on a daily basis. Kill him! It's a great, <laughs> it's a great movie. That is a great... God, you sorry. quote it and totally redeem yourself. And part, to- yep, and totally redeem yourself. I guess that's techni- technically two episodes I ago. I care but- of it. But John Denver was full of shit. Yeah, I, all the time. I love that movie. It, it, is, is-, it is my favorite comedy. It is not our the funniest heads comedy. Our pets are falling off. Our pets. Oh, we got no food, no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, I love it. Keep going. Keep going. All right, here we go. Yeah. Best action movie of all time: Mad Max Fury Road. That movie was yeah. great. Yeah, that movie was so good. I saw it in theaters twice, I- and then I went and saw in theaters. They had like the the black and chrome edition, the black and white. And yeah. that was fucking cool, too. I also love everything Tom Hardy poops. Oh, God. Everything Tom Hardy poops. I've got a big old gay man crush on Tom Hardy. I would watch anything okay. he's in. Have you I... guys seen Locke? Yes, I have. Not enjoying it. It's a TV Good. show, yeah? Okay, so... No, it's, like a, it's a movie that takes place all in Tom Hardy's, Tom Hardy's car. Mm. Just him but do you like Tom Hardy in it? Oh, I don't know. I don't like the movie. Okay, like most things that he poops, then. It's yeah. fine. You can't like everything, otherwise there's no excitement in the relationship. Right? There's got to be some kind of like, oh my god, I could hate tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
that's what you need in a friendship and relationships. Just oh my god, I can hate this person tomorrow. Yeah, they could do something that totally fucks me up. Speaking of Locke, makes me think of John Locke. Makes me think of don't tell me what I can't do. Another thing we say all the time. Yes. Uh, Lost has a good. I referenced Lost sometime either this episode or last episode. I don't remember, but last episode was it? Yep. I think. I think it was that. I've got talked about. Mm -hmm. Go, dude. Keep We've got four more movies. You guys want? You guys want to contribute? You just want to hear my movies yeah. and we talk about them? I just want to hear your movies. I, I'll, I'll do some more. I'll do some more. I'll do some more as well. But I'm just really intrigued by your by Which your list. You, you, you've taken a few of mine, so I want right. to go different direction here. Two movies from my childhood that I would just watch at any point. Yes, These are just such mm-hmm. great movies. One, Matilda. Oh, <gasps> yes. Matilda is literally my literally favorite magical. song of all time. Rusted Roots, send me on my way from Matilda. That is a great movie. Yeah. And Scott Danny DeVito, it really is. aka it might uh, what's his name from <laughs> Frank <laughs> Reynolds, Always Sunny, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Highly quotable as well. There's so many great oh. lines. The Trunchable, just um, I hate children. Glad I never was one. <laughs> like just lines like that that are just so great. I ever was one. You're in wrong. the choking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. I'm big. You're small. I'm great smart. You're dumb. There's nothing you can do about it. One of my favorites is because. Basically, if you haven't seen the movie before, Matilda loves to read. It's a big part of it, and her family's like this big TV watching family. They don't read books like some of they do. They're not. They're nice. watching TV. She's reading Moby Dick, and he comes up to her, is like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "I'm reading a book. What's this? What is this trash?" Like, it's not trash, Dad. It's lovely. It's Moby Dick. Moby what? <laughs> <laughs> Moby what? I love Danny DeVito. And that, that was him and his ex-wife. They played the parents. Yeah. Also, yeah. they were relationship goals and got. Splitsville. Splitsville. Mm-hmm. Splitsadelphia. Happens to the best. They were proof um, that there was somebody for everyone. <laughs> another one. I don't know if you guys have seen this movie before, but I love this movie. And it's not a, it's not a kid's movie. It's just a movie that I watched as a kid. Um, that Thing You Do. Oh, yeah. I, so That's here's a really the thing. good movie. That movie, watched it as a kid. And I think either Mandy was obsessed with it or she hated it. I don't remember which one, <laughs> but the song "You Doing That Thing You Do," I'm breaking that was my from the Wonders. Into a million pieces. <laughs> no, it's the O'Neaters. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that movie. That's what that is, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's what that is. So I hadn't seen that movie in forever, and then it was um, my personal ex—not ex-personal trainer, just former personal trainer, Adrian. It was his favorite movie, and he would talk about it all the time. He's like, "Fine, I'll fucking watch." that thing you do and so i watched it like three or four years ago i was like oh my god this movie is awesome it is so good that's the one with it's also just such a positive movie it might be one of the most positive movies ever without being annoying about yeah it's a good movie it's a really good movie. You know what I And also love- just steve zahn steve zahn is so great in that movie he plays he's the bass player I won't ruin his lines, but he's got some of the funniest lines in that whole movie. Oh, it's yeah. Nice big yawn, Jesse. Good job. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I had to get that yawn out. Jesse, give us another movie. <laughs> um, It's a hot take, but the original, number one, Land Before Time. <laughs> so Tree stars. Good. I say at least once a month, if not more. And I can't tell you why I say it, because it's hard to get it to fit into conversation, but mm-hmm. I somehow do. <clears throat> that Three Horns, 
don't play with long necks. <laughs> you know <laughs> what like I say every once in a while? Of the movie. What? We say this all the time. Well, we used to say this a lot more as kids, but did I fly? Did I fly? No, Petrie, you falled. <laughs> That's what we say. Petrie was so cute. I loved that movie. I loved it so much. So good. I've never seen it before. Oh, hold on. It is so He's good. too young for Lame Before Time. You might have seen Lame Before Time 20. When they brought the aliens in. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when, was it yeah, Lame Before Time 2 or 3 when Chomper how came many... in? Chomper? Chomper was Chomper, in the first. The, the little T-Rex? No, he was not in the first mm. one. It was a little purple T-Rex. No, I'm T-Rex. thinking of... No, I'm thinking of something else. The someone else. Well, the one that had the Spike. I'm thinking of Spike. Oh yeah, Spike, who didn't talk, but then eventually did talk in one of the movies. Weird. Spike and Ducky gosh. and Sarah. Oh, gosh, so good. Uh I love good fil- film. I also really like the Good Dinosaur. I did too. I Everyone like- shits on that movie, but it was good. I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was visually stunning. Oh, but also, it was. yeah, it was a good oh, movie. Yeah. So good. I love that movie. Uh, we all saw it together. We that's did. right, we did. For On Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh, that's such a good, that was a good Thanksgiving. That I ended up over at my ex's house still <laughs> struggling. <laughs> Struggle bus. I've got four more. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Arrival. Yes. That movie was great. That movie. Yes. The twist in that movie, the fact that we've been seeing it the whole time. It, that movie was one in a long time that hasn't like blown my mind. It was so good. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, it's ah. goose pimples right now thinking about it. That my back so hairy good. wings are all standing on end. I could fly away from right now. <laughs> You're a mute ant. <laughs> Mutt ant. Um, Arrival was really great. And then another movie that I love because of how real it is is Manchester by the Sea. I've not seen it. I, I it enjoyed really good, it. Though. I enjoyed it. I loved I it. I don't think I. I go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I, I loved it. I went and saw it in theaters, and it was. The thing I loved about it is how genuine all of the dialogue was between Casey Affleck and the rest of the family, how real it all felt. It's all about, you know, dealing with a, a funeral in the family and, like, well, where did the, where's the kid live now? And are we going to live here? Are we going to live there? And them developing the relationship. And it fucking wrecks me every time i see it i love that movie i'm so glad casey affleck won despite his controversies that were happening then too but i mean he is uh he is not a great man but (laughs) he's a talented actor (laughs) (laughs) uh i enjoyed that movie i don't think i liked it quite as much as you did but i did really enjoy it yeah i did really enjoy things about family just tear me up we'll get to another one here in a second that that also. You love family. Yeah. You love, love family. family. Do you love family? Flam. Uh, are you just looking at things and saying you love it? <laughs> I love. I love flam. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun movie. Uh, Anchorman. Encore man. Encore. What's your next? Um. Do you, either you guys have another one you want to talk about? Oh yeah. I so two comedies. They're just awesome yeah, co- yeah, comedies. Yeah. They're totally different from each other. One Borat. I I can just watch Borat at any point. Oh God. I, I die laughing at Borat. I tried to watch the first 20 minutes of that and couldn't. But I was also watching it by myself. I think maybe that's something I need to watch if I ever watch it. I need to watch it with, with people. I don't know. Yeah, it's just outrageous. It's so outrageous. Um, the Pamela Anderson thing is still one of the funniest things ever. He goes to kidnap Pamela Anderson. 
It's hysterical. It's so funny. I don't remember um, much of that one, movie, but I watched definitely the whole thing. I know. Well, the whole thing is he's going across the country because he saw Pamela Anderson at Baywatch and is in love with her. <laughs> and he oh, jeez. And... <laughs> so anyway, um, the other movie is an extremely dark comedy. It's so dark, but it's, dare I say, funny. <laughs> It's called World's Greatest Dad. I don't know if you guys have seen that no. one. I, we haven't, but you mentioned it in the poop game. I did, yeah. World's Greatest Dad, I can't tell you anything about it, because part of it is just like, what happens is, has things play is out. Is that with Robin Williams? Yeah, Robin Williams and one of the kids from Spy Kids. Yeah. I was about to ask, is that the one where they go in the RV? I was like, no, that one's called RV. so world's greatest dad is basically robin williams is a poetry teacher at this high school that's like a failing class basically no one wants to take the class it's not doing that well it might get canceled the next year he's a creative writer he's written five novels none of them have ever been published he's like i'm gonna write one more novel and then if that doesn't work out then i'll stop and he also just has the shittiest son on the planet who's shockingly vulgar Mm. unbelievably offensive to women He's just a terrible, terrible person. Uh. And it's about their relationship. And it's it's so dark, but it is really, really funny in a really dark, fucked up way. And this is one I of... can't tell you anything about it. You just got to like watch it. Just know you're getting into a really dark comedy. And this is one of Robin Williams' last movies, I think. I don't know. I actually don't know. I think it was. Maybe not the last, but it was towards the end, as I recall. Let's let's yeah. Google it. Um, Doing a Google. I'll put it this way: I found out about this movie because my step grandfather went to go see it, and he and this one was a younger. And he came back to the house to talk to you know to talk to the family to see what everyone was doing and like oh what do you guys do today because oh I just want to see World's Greatest Dad he's like I've never been more uncomfortable with a comedy in my entire life <laughs> like it was vile and terrible and I'm like ooh I want to see what this movie is I'm gonna have and to then watch I it and, like that was amazing it was one it's of... really well written that's what makes it work it's really really well written every time I watch it I get new things out of the movie um, it's. It's but it's weird saying it's enjoyable, and you'll when you see the movie, you'll know why I'm saying that. That movie I just googled. It was close to the end. It wasn't. It was. Mm-hmm. It was one of the last movies. He did have some like that TV show, The Crazy Ones, and he did like guest it on some other things, and had a like you mm-hmm. know a few night at the museums where he played uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Um, Roosevelt. But I'd always, I've always been interested in that movie. Uh, one of my favorite movies is Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Ooh. I love that movie so much. It you is know, so. I don't know if I've seen that all the way through. It's so good, but I it watched. Is incredible. I watched uh, Ready Player One, so I feel like I saw enough of it. That movie. That <laughs> movie. I did not have strong feelings about in a good way. I did not care. I didn't hate that movie. I just didn't care about it. But mm-hmm. again. <laughs> I don't really play video games, so... But it had you know, The Shining like, yeah. in it. Yeah, so I loved it. It was my favorite. <laughs> I, just didn't, I, just don't, I just didn't care about it. Did you see that one with us, Holden? No, I think I that was Jonas moved away by that point. You know, I was, yeah, I was already... You had moved away. I was already long, far away. Far, far away. But tell me God about your love affair with The Shining. <laughs> I'll turn me into a bird so I can fly far, far away. Fly far, far away from here. It's another good movie. Um, yep. I don't... I just... I just love that movie so much. It's just, I, I love the acting. I love the slow 
the slow fall into insanity because of isolation. Um, I love the there's it's it's a kind of supernatural as well. It's just so good. It's a great mystery. It is. I don't know. I, just, I love the acting. It's just three people, pretty much. I mean, you do see a couple of other people here and there, but it's pretty much just three people. Um, and it's. I think it's one of Jack Nicholson's best ever. I think he did such a good job. Uh, I, I. I. It's hard to say what I love. So I know Stanley. Stanley. Stanley Kubrick made it. I know Stephen King hates it. Hates it. Yeah. Really. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he does. He yeah, because it. he it's it. I don't. I don't think it follows the book very well. Uh, I think Stanley Kubrick was took it and made it his own, and I think he did a great job. But Steve, I haven't read the book, and Stephen King hates it. He's like, he took my work, what I made, and and whatnot, and he he made a shit movie. It's nothing like the book. He hates it even to this day. He'll still talk speak out about how much he hates that movie. I love it. It's so good. That's true. So good. Uh, here's Johnny. That's the famous poster scene. Everybody likes to have. Yeah, yeah. I like the one when he talks to his wife and he's, I forget what her name was. He's like, come here. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your fucking brains in. And then like chases <laughs> her around the hotel. So good. Mm. Mm. I love a good spooky, you know? Yeah. 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 Like those insidious movies, the first one and maybe the second one. I really mm-hmm. liked those movies. Have you seen Hereditary? Because it's on my list. Oh, Hereditary is so good. So good, so good, so good. Yes. I just don't know if I'd watch it at any point, though. It's like it's on the list, but I don't know if I'd watch it any time. Like, hey, hold you. I just want to watch Hereditary spontaneously. Absolutely. It's too intense for that. If I don't ever watch Hereditary again, uh, that's fine. Because (laughs) it's it's so incredibly sad. And it's also quite terrifying. Um. I'd say quite is an understatement. Yeah, it's so good though. It was really good. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. But be in the right headset for that. And and the... intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. 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 <laughs> ah, don't do that. Don't do uh, that. Chad. How about Baby Driver, you guys? Mm. This is you one. Know you call always... a mini driver. Oh, Baby Driver. I was thinking just driver. <laughs> or like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> It's a good movie. Yeah, Baby Driver was fantastic. That movie was fantastic. I that, that movie is a masterpiece in marrying that film with its soundtrack. You know, walking yes. through the, you see him walking down the street and there are stickers on the poles that line up with the lyrics of the song and things are happening. And that movie is so freaking good. Way to go, Edgar, right? Way to go. And he's I loved that wonderful movie. in it, too. And uh, that's, what's oh, his yeah. name? Uh, the actor. He's got a funny name. Uh He's in Crud. something coming out pretty soon too that I was like, oh, that's the he, kid he from in, Baby Dad, not Baby Daddy. He was in Divergent as well. <laughs> um, baby, baby Driver, Ansel Elgort, yeah, Baby Driver, do 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 do, Baby Driver, do 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 do, Baby Driver, do 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 do, Baby Driver. Get that in your heads, guys. Get it stuck in there. Baby driver do 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 baby. I love it. No, that was a great movie. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Derek was with us, my friend. My friend Derek. That's right. We saw the guy wearing jeans under jeans. Oh my gosh, the never nude. And he's the one that said And do you know what you call a mini driver? A baby driver. Or something like that. Yep. He's like, what movie you guys going to see? Baby driver. Oh, baby driver. You know what you call a mini driver? A baby driver. 
Like, all right, he Mr. Was a homeless like, man wearing two pants. Yeah, he he was a bit of a mental case, I'm afraid. But yeah. he's provided us many laughs since very, then because of that joke. Many. Yeah, bad joke. But and then the last laugh. one, last one on my list is Sing Street. Yes, never heard of that before. Oh man, that it was, movie was great. I yeah, forgot I about that up, movie. It was 2017. Was I think good. it was maybe maybe my favorite film of 2017. Um, it's on Netflix, I believe. But it is that's, that's where we watched speaking it, of family, like you know the two brothers and their relationship through that, especially at the mm-hmm. end, broke my soul. Made that me miss my best friend Kanan Cox. Oh, love it. Such a good movie. Yeah, you should definitely watch that, Holden. Yeah, absolutely. It's a musical. I don't know how I feel. It's about not that. a musical. No, he just it's, has a band. It's about him and his band, and it, it's okay, as much so of a musical a as about music. that thing you do. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's a movie about music, not a musical. Right. Okay, I'm fine with that, yeah. Cool, 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 interesting. I have one last movie as well. Yes. And this is going to be the most boring movie discussed. Hey, that's of, okay. It's actually a documentary they just find super unbelievably fascinating. It's called Dishonesty, the Truth About Lies. This professor uh, of behavioral economics at MIT and Duke basically created this test to find out to what extent are people dishonest. And he entered, He basically talks about that study while then talking about uh, sharing anecdotes from other people in prominent situations in the media that were dishonest in the media or in some way and then why they were dishonest and what that experience was like for them. But what's fascinating is just how many people are dishonest into in by by just a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, he expected to have a lot of people that were really honest and good natured. Not that people who are being dishonest are bad natured, but like a lot of people were just honest and, and didn't say lies. And you have a, a few outliers who lied a lot. And what he found is really there weren't that many. Uh, there was not really an outlier. It's just that there was a everyone lied a little bit. Everybody lied. Every single person lied a little bit. Wow, that's very interesting. And it was, it was. It's. I've seen it so many times. It's really really fascinating. The quick rundown of what the study was. As the control for the study, he gave people a a, uh, a test and said, hey, take this test. For every math question you answer in the test within a five-minute period, we'll give you a dollar. And people answered about like four to five of, of the questions. And then he did the other version of the test. says, okay, take this test, shred the test, and then tell me how many you answered. And then, but the shredder was designed so that it would only shred the sides of the test, so that the uh. actual test was still intact. And when people knew that they could get away with lying, everyone said they started answering like six or seven, hmm. as opposed to like four or five. Even though, even on the shredded test, they were still doing four or five. And he started. He he's varied it so much with like, okay, well, how do I put social situations into it? If I do it at the Yale campus and have someone wearing a Harvard shirt, and he just gets up immediately. Uh, clearly cheated and said he answered every single question what happens in the room oh everyone's honest suddenly and because th- they feel like well if our enemy was was cheating so blatantly we don't do that at yale so we're not gonna mm. we're not gonna lie but if someone had a yale shirt and did that then it was okay for him to lie and lying increased amongst everybody in the group there's so many like variables just like whoa that's really mind-boggling he applies to the stock market and all sorts of things what's this it's, called dishonesty the truth about lies it's unbelievably fascinating hmm. the only documentary hmm. that i would watch over and over again and i have i've seen it several times that dishonesty, sounds really interesting the truth, truth about lies where are you streaming i have to rent it for four dollars 
Yeah. I own it, though, so I, I just watch it whenever I want. Boom. Boom. Oh, Makes your God. plaids. <laughs> Make your tech look nice. <laughs> it's really a really fascinating documentary. That's it awesome. It kind of honestly makes you a little uncomfortable with the world because <laughs> you're like, oh, man. You can't trust fucked. anybody, yeah. <laughs> we can't trust anybody. Everybody's but no, his whole point is that, like, they talk about, like, why people might lie for good reasons. Like, there's this really great anecdote of this guy who's on a plane with really, really heavy turbulence. And this woman was crying on the plane. And he woke up to her and he's like, hey, there's no reason to cry. It's totally fine. You don't know this about me, but I actually design planes. And this is the safest plane that's ever been created. Like, we're going to be totally fine. And she just looked really, you know... Um, she like she was, she was totally relieved and like relaxed. He's like, okay, like I trust you. I I trusted this this total stranger. And he's like, I could have been honest with her and told her that I don't know what's happening. It is scary. And then a meteorite hits the plane and what... everyone gets sucked out. <laughs> yeah, he goes, or I could just like tell a little lie to make her feel better. And it was just I don't know. It was just it was interesting. It was it was a good little documentary. Interesting. I like it. I like the ane- the anecdotes too are very interesting. I won't say, but some of them are prominent stories in the media that you might recognize. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have yes. to look into it. Mm, yeah. Media. Look into All right, it. Well, should we? Should we step on over to our hindsight? Step on over. Step on over. Step on over, baby. There it is. Tried to fart. I successfully farted. Did it? <laughs> yeah. You did successfully fart. I did. Very good. I did Very it. good. I done it. This. All right, we're going to talk about what we would have done differently in Colegio. In Colegio. Yeah, I just wanted to know, like, being so removed from college, Holden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just if you were to go back and do college differently, what would you do different? And Holden, you've now been in college for what seems like seven years. Um, you're, <laughs> you have some to go, but you can still, maybe you would have done college four years I'll, ago. Gonna, Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to compare it to me being in high school versus me being in college. Cause I was in, I graduated high school 2011. Okay. Did okay. you, did you start college at all after high school or, or was when you went this most recent time, the first time that you've done it? Yeah. I went for two semesters, but like I gave no shits whatsoever mm. that I hardly counted. Cool. Yeah. Let's just say cool, none cool, of those cool. credits transferred over. No, actually, that's the shitty thing is that they do. So there's this—it's a long story, but I could have gotten a guarantee into URI, but because I went to college for two semesters in Texas, I lost that. Uh... So like that actually did hurt me, which kind of sucks. Not because like the GPA or whatever. Actually, I can actually ignore that for some reason, but to use the JAA program, like the Joint Admissions or something or other, I can't use that program because of it. It's stupid. That is sucks. Stupid. If that makes any sense, I'm not explaining it well. A little bit. It's it's dumb. A little bit. Stupid. Well, what are yeah. you doing so you, differently? You graduated high school in 2011. We graduated college in 2011. You're a baby. Ooh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my that yeah. my boyfriend had a PhD by then. So. <laughs> <laughs> So in, in high school, I just didn't care about school at all. Didn't understand the, pers- the, the purpose of it in, in any way. I just thought it was a giant waste of time. I would I was the person who would start a paper the day it was due. Like at midnight, mm. I'd start writing that paper. Like that's that's just who I was as, as a student. Um, I always did well enough on tests that I would make I would make up for it though. But I just didn't care at all. And same thing happened at college the first three semesters. But now I'm planning things out more i'm like setting deadlines for myself to like do things you know incrementally throughout 
the period I'm supposed to be doing the assignment as opposed to like right before it's due. Yeah. And I'm just dedicating more time to it. And it's it's also I just think because I'm going to college for a purpose now, like I want to study computer science. I want to learn about that kind of yeah. stuff. It's it's interesting to me. It's more it's more fun. So I just have a greater interest in it. I have the purpose. I know what my path is, and that helps a lot too. I think that really says something about the education system and how we're kind of like told we have to go all the way through it, mm-hmm. straight through, and just do it and do it and do it. And like by the time you graduate college, if you go all the way through, you're like 21 or 22. Who knows what they want to do then? I mean, some people are yeah. lucky and they know and they figure it out young. Like I still don't know what I want to do. Um, I mean, but if I if I were to go back now, I would be a much more mentally stable. I was incredibly depressed <laughs> in college, um, and I so I'm just I still struggle with that. But I am just much more stable now, so that would work to my benefit um, because depression just does so much crap to me. You know, to everybody that has it, where like procrast- oh, I, I procrastinate. I just don't care because I have other stuff that just seem like it's harder. Uh, I don't clean up things like it, everything is just wrong, you know, like cluttered and late. And uh, but if I were to go back now, I would uh, have a clearer path in mind. I would have a clearer um, end, a clearer uh, location, mind location in mind, you know, Like, because if I were to go back much like you, uh, I'm sure everybody, when you go back, you go back knowing what you want to study. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't like when when Mike and I went. I, I don't know about you, Mike, but like I went in and I was like, I'm going to be a theater major. This is what I'm going to do. And I go in and I started and then I'm like, holy crap, this is not what I want to do. Or I don't like the program here. I should transfer. But what do I transfer? Do I really want to transfer? And then I didn't. And I ended up just getting a different degree at the same school that I started at, uh, which is fine, you know, because I got a degree in something I am interested in. But it's not something that I think that it, I mean, I if I were to go back and get a higher degree in the same field, which is psychology, I could use it. I don't know that I want to, though. I don't know that I don't want to, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. going back, it just seems like from what you've said and from what I've seen in other people, you just have a clearer path in mind and you're more yeah. dedicated to it. No, totally. And I feel like people go into – I've seen this a lot. People go to college all the time just saying – I know it's the next step I have to take. I don't know what the steps after that are, but I know this is the next step. But uh, people, because working where I work, I know a lot of people who just graduated high school. And I'm kind of like, why? Why do you have to take that step? Don't go into debt if you don't have to. Don't take that path if you don't know what you want to do yet. It is okay to not go to college initially. I think a lot. I think you really should. Well, <laughs> but and think about what it is you want to do when you get there, because then it's not worth it. Well, and now they're trying to get people um, because everybody has been told you have to go straight to college. You have to go straight to college or else, you know, you're a failure. You're never going to make money. You're never, you yeah. know, so all these people have gone to college, but the trade jobs, nobody's doing them. Mm-hmm. So there, there has been recently a big push for people to go to trade schools, which are shorter yeah. Uh, and just to, to go to those schools to do these jobs, mm-hmm. which are great jobs that sometimes you make more money. Yeah. I also think this generation, too, where I think um, children are it's, – it's like they have helicopter parents, but they're kind of like receptionists for their kids who just control everything they're doing. Here's your schedule. This is what's going on. I'll answer that call. I'll schedule your doctor's appointments for you. Like They just control everything in their life. Like I had kids who had literally every single day of the week planned out. Like on Tuesday, you do soccer. On Wednesday, you do you know music. And I do not want to be that life... kind of parent. 
<laughs> no, God, no. But uh, so many kids. If you're not that kind of parent, that, then your right. kids are going to get into drugs and gangs. <laughs> well, then they'll learn. I don't know what I do. <laughs> I should just start doing drugs. That's what happens. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think if your life is controlled to that extent, knowing what to do when you turn 18 is terrifying. See, here's the thing. Oh, God. You've been spoon fed everything your entire life. You weren't making decisions for yourself. Here's the thing. I have an ex-boyfriend, and I would not say that his parents were helicopter parents, but I would. He came from a wealthy family, and he had. Yeah, yeah, we all do. (laughs) But he had everything done for him. You know, Um, they had uh, somebody. They had a maid come clean. So the only thing he ever really had to do. I mean, and and I think his parents had had he and his sister do some chores, Um, but like for the most part, they had somebody come and clean. So he would like make his bed and whatever, and then he went to he went away to college. He lived away from home for I don't know, like a few years, and then came back and was living at home when I met him. And we had there were so many times where I was like, he just had a really hard time. I, I, what's the right way to say this? Not functioning, but he had a hard time coming adulting. to the yeah adulting. <laughs> he did. He had a really hard time coming to the decision. Or to the uh, to be like, okay, this is what this is the issue. This is what I need to do. Let's do it. Let's get it done. And just had a hard time with that, and would frequently get overwhelmed trying to figure it out. And I know that's not a helicopter parent, but it also is in a sen- in the sense that everything was kind of done for them. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. And they don't I, have to ever think and, about problem solving themselves or critical thinking out issues and. Right, right. And there, I mean, there were times that he and I would have arguments that he had to wash the bottom of the plate. Right. <laughs> but I didn't eat on the bottom Wait, of the plate. that's news to me. What are you talking about? I did. I had no food on the <laughs> But it sat, I'm not even going to get into that. But like, <laughs> the, and this guy, he is very smart. He is very smart. But when it comes to, and when it comes to school, but when it comes to like life things, just regular day-to-day, that kind of thing. How to change your socks. I, how not to wear the same shirt to work every day of the week. that we're talking about the same person. Because you said he's smart, and this person... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never saw evidence of the smart in the several years he was in our apartment. Okay, so we are talking yeah. about oh, no, the same person. Yeah, we're talking about the same person. But see, that's because that's because you didn't see him or, or know of him at all in the academic setting, and I did because I saw him in that world. The but one I'll, thing I'll, I did it. know of him in his academic setting is when he accidentally did his paper about the wrong thing and then punched himself in the head repeatedly because of it. He did. <laughs> well, and the only reason... Oh, bless him. He had he had a topic and uh, was reading it to me, and, and I was like... I think I brought up, like, I don't think this is what was being asked or something. I forget exactly mm-hmm. how it happened. But see, he gets he he gets overwhelmed about things. But, I mean, I don't know how he might have changed since he left my life. I don't know. I hope he's improved. Um, he's got a girlfriend, so hopefully she's helped. I don't know. But it's just like that I can see how having things, so sort of being coddled, Mm-hmm. But his sister is not at all that way. I don't think. I don't know her in the way that I knew him. But like, it's just interesting to see. Like, if you don't let people f- figure out for themselves some things, then that's gonna follow them into adulthood and can be mm-hmm. difficult, especially when it comes to going to college, and being on your own for the first time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Speaking of, uh, the way I interpreted this question was um, a bit more on the, like, <laughs> while I was in college, what would I have done differently? One of the main mm. things I would have done was I would have taken care of myself and my body a little bit better. Mm. Um, I would have had I knowing what I know now about how happy exercise makes me. I wish I could just go back in time and be like, just fucking do it. Just fucking yeah. do it. You stupid piece of shit. Um, <laughs> it all stems back from there's this one time Kane and Cox said, Hey, you want to go to the gym tomorrow? And I said, I don't, I don't know. He's like, I'll show you everything you need to know. I was like, fine. We set uh, a time to meet there. 6am meet in the student center. Met there, 6 a.m. comes around, text him, no response. 6.20 comes around, text him, no response. And that was it. That was it. He blew me off to sleep. That's, that's, that's Kane's and, fault uh, that I didn't did go to the gym. So long. Didn't go to the gym for like literally five years after that. I was like, nope, nope, I'm not trusting you ever again to go show me. Anyway, so I wish I would have just like started way back then because not only would that have helped me cope emotionally with a lot of problems that I've had since then. But also it would help me out in my musical theater career because that's essentially why I started it in Chicago to begin with is I didn't look like the roles that I wanted to play. So had I started that in college, I would have been able to like navigate that scene a little bit better when I got mm-hmm. to Chicago. Um, I also would have taken advantage of the situation and fucked around a lot more quite honestly in college like i was <laughs> yeah thumbs up from jesse yeah i was uh i was always about like okay, oh i need to be in a now, serious right? relationship <laughs> that's right it's new city <laughs> new time in life don't care but yeah in college i definitely would have been like you know what meet new people try new things have sex don't be scared of it it's not this thing that needs to happen at the end of a giant relationship and you have to marry the person you ever have sex with not that i ever believed in sex before like not having sex before marriage but like he doesn't believe I built- that sex exists it's not real <laughs> people <laughs> even not do real. that it's, you just turn no, a blind eye no i was just like I oh i, I have to be sex. seriously in love with a person before i ever have sex and i was like no just fucking do it have fun you're all kids i would have definitely preggy, done that differently but- <laughs> Get don't pregnant. Get, get pregnant. Wear throw a couple of them in get the trash. Tested. <laughs> get tested. Dumpster babies are a people. thing. It's 2019. Oh my gosh. For the people listening, don't listen to that. <laughs> but no, I definitely would have done. Uh, I would have just uh, take advantage of the opportunity more. And speaking of taking advantage of the opportunity, I would just I would have I wish I would have taken advantage of living so close to all of my friends. I feel like I went yeah. to parties every once in a while. and But that's one of the things that I noticed when I moved out of college into a city for the first time. It's just like, wow, everyone that I cared about and had fun with was like doors away from me. And now it's like they live on the other side of the city if they live in the same city at all. Like take and advantage of that like, time while I was there. And now it's like they live states away. They live 1,900 miles away from me as my closest great friend. <laughs> It's tough. Life yeah. is hard. Long distance is tough. Yeah. Getting older is hard. It's hard having good friends, having multiple good friends as an adult. It's hard. <laughs> it's so hard. I also, back when you have a meal plan and like you have a cafeteria and God, I didn't have to worry about cooking my own food. I could literally just be like, oh, there's a healthy item. Let me pick that up. 
rather than just like I'm gonna eat cream cheese and cinnamon toast crunch and pizza. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it was so good. But having healthy food made for you on a day-to-day basis, and I just didn't take advantage of it. What an idiot. Yep. Well, you were young. Idiot. That's why kids shouldn't be told they need to go to school immediately after. Yeah. So much idiota. Such much idiota. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just would love to have not been so cripplingly depressed in college. I think I would have done a lot better. But... Mm -hmm. That's my life now. Well, I mean, not crippling, not, not crippling depression. That's just what, what it was. And uh, I'm doing okay, you know? I'm living a good life. <laughs> Only a few life. complaints. <laughs> <laughs> but who doesn't have complaints, right? Mother Teresa. Well, she's dead. She can't have any complaints That's because right. she's dead. That's right. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. All right. Anybody got anything else? Holden, how's that going to change your next two years college? I expect you to fuck every classmate you have. (laughs) Every single one. Uh, Sure. Great. That's my goal. (laughs) Every week we're going to check in and you better have at least six or more people you fucked. (laughs) How big do you think my classes are? I don't know. Actually, how big are your average classes there? Um, well, right at my community college, so it's like maybe it's like a high school classroom. It's like twenty to thirty kids. Yeah, oh. so you you can you can have sex uh, with five or six people for a certain number of weeks, and then you're done. Yeah, I'm also taking some online classes too, though. So, like, what am I supposed to do? Stalk them? Oh yeah, them in person. Yeah, no, just uh, send them a sweet email. <laughs> yeah, send them a sweet email. Send them a sweet. Community-based message over Blackboard. I'm sure it'll go over. I cannot believe that Blackboard is still around. People are still using Blackboard. It is the shittiest website. It's so bad. I was using Blackboard in 2007 when I got to college, and still in 2011 when I graduated. I was using it in high school. Were you? Yeah, there were parts of classes in high school I was using it for. Jeez. It's probably the same program. I bet it hasn't been updated at all. No, it it hasn't. Jeez. (laughs) It still looks like it's a website made in the early 2000s. Good grief. I hated that and thing. And it functions about just as well as one, too. Do you have to go it's and comment on people's posts for grades? <laughs> oh, yeah. Participation points? Yeah, we'll have to like upload a program that we made and then test someone else's program and give them feedback on it. And it's... Like, sometimes it's not the most pleasant experience. Because it's a bad program? Well, it's not supposed to program... Itself is bad. It's just that you cannot make heads or tails of their code because they did, decided not to comment it or something like that. So you're just like, what the hell does this line even mean? What are they trying to do here? Why do they do it in this order? Bless and then you have them. to still respond back and be like, well, one thing that I really did like about it was. <laughs> no, <laughs> you have to do a compliment sandwich. <laughs> yeah, oh. compliment, exactly. Compliment sandwich. How much Good, more time thing. do you have until you transition to uh, URI? Female. So one more semester here, and then I go to URI in spring. Okay, and you're about you haven't yet started this current semester, right? Mm. Start soon. Correct. I have not. Yeah, but at this point, I've done all the computer classes that I need. Next semester is literally going to be just elective stuff, which I'm actually kind of upset because I want to do more computer classes. But um, my admissions officer, (laughs) my admissions officer, just told me just wait till you're at URI at this point. Yeah. So I'm taking like urban geology, gross, which is going to be interesting. But that's you know, interesting. I, I'd rather, 
So will you have done um, two years community college and then two years university? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or four semesters. Two, two years at university, as they say in England. Yeah. Universidad. As Universidad. They say in England in Spanish. <laughs> as they say in England, Germany. Ah, so good. <laughs> so good. School. I like school. I miss learning. I miss school supply yeah, shopping. I actually really liked being back in school. Oh, I, I love really school supply shopping. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying it and that you're having fun and like liking it. It's, that's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you're not miserable. And you know what yes. you're working towards. You're working towards something you want. Exactly. That's beautiful, isn't it? So beautiful. It. Life's beautiful. Isn't it, bruv? Life isn't it, bruv? Have you seen Speaking of Oh, that's of another bruv. really good movie. Yes, Kingsman. No, no. Yeah. Life is Beautiful is a great movie. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but bruv. It's about World War II. <laughs> bruv is what Kanan and I call the lead character in The Kingsman, because we can never remember his name. Taron Edgerton. That one, yep. Anytime we say, hey, have you seen okay. that new trailer for the Bruv movie? I'm like, oh yeah, Kingsman. Yeah, great. Speaking of which, have you seen the new trailer for the new Kingsman yeah, movie? Yeah, the Kingsman. Awesome. The prequel movie? It looks so good. Wait, oh, that's a prequel? Okay, so I was yeah. like, I haven't With seen it. With Ray the- Yes. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen the preview. Yeah. I just saw a headline about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is almost exactly the same thing as Kingsman. But I thought it was a different movie. It was like, wow. Wow, that was the best <laughs> they could do. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> It's what I get for just reading a headline. Yeah, right? it's a prequel, and then the following year, they're actually going to have a follow-up third movie as well. Ugh, I love Taron Edgerton. Me too. Me too. I love him. I Although love I think the second movie was as good, but this this prequel looks the second different. movie. It looks. I loved the second died. movie. Died. It was everything that I wanted. Jesse and I saw it together. That was where I first tried caramel M and M's. Turns out they're not great. Um. Yeah, we were dying in that theater. It was so funny. West Virginia. About <laughs> <laughs> <Mount> mama. <laughs> oh, God. When he sing, when what's his name? The English guy is singing it yep. uh, right before, you know, that one explosion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All the stupid me. ass Elton John stuff. Oh, my gosh. It's so perfect, though, that they, it's, after all of that, they yes. had Taron Edgerton play Elton John. <coughs> yep. Even if the movie itself was just meh. So, I haven't seen the movie, but so they had, so he played, so there was Taron Edgerton in the first one, then the second one, now I don't remember the order, I don't know if Sing, you know the animated movie Sing, came before Kingsman 2 or or after, but in Sing, Taron Edgerton played the gorilla who sang an Elton John song, Mm. and then was in Kingsman 2 that was all like a love letter to Elton John, and then played Elton John. Yeah. Dude is fucking Taren loves Elton Edgerton, John. Elton John from the future. <laughs> I mean the past. Uh, what, <laughs> the past. Uh, so good. <laughs> that would mean that would mean that Elton John's like a weird like bell curve version of Benjamin Button, where like he gets young, he gets really old, and then he gets. <laughs> <laughs> that is an interesting buttoning for sure. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm buttoning. <laughs> It's a, it's a new thing. It sounds like a terrible, like stupid spinoff or like um, parody movie of like The Conjuring, the buttoning. The I buttoning. love it, but the it's just buttoning. about somebody trying to button a shirt, but they can't because yeah. they've got a broken arm, so they can only do it with one hand. Yeah, and they just yeah. don't have. But their right arm is broken, and they're right-handed, so they only have their left hand, and they don't have good dexterity, and they can't button a shirt. It's like Gerald's game, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> with one person trying to button a shirt. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's nice. I like it. That's nice. That's nice. 
You want to take us out? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do, do it. Let's take, take us out. out. To the ball game. I am Holden DePardo at Holden DePardo on Twitter. I'm also at Responding Fire for the podcast Responding Fire. And I'm an Affable Idiots. You guys should check that one out. It's a really good podcast. You can find that at Affable Idiots. Ooh, you can also find it at Ooh. HTTPS colon slash slash iTunes dot podcast dot com slash <laughs> Affable Idiots. Uh, I am Jesse Neal. You can find me on Twitter, which I'm bad at and don't do very much working on it. Um, it at the Jesse Neal. Jesse is J E S S I E, the lady way. And Neal is N E A L, the. Uh, that way uh, on Instagram you can find me at Jesse underscore Neil spelled the same way get at me bro get at me and bro sis. thank you for listening everyone I'm Chad Michael Innes I'm at Chad Mike Innes on everything I-N-N-I-S as well as Respawn Name Fire if you like video games come listen to us it's a fun time it's a good jolly good romp and that's it for this week <laughs> a romp hold on Hugs and kisses. Hearts and shards. Shardy farts. <laughs>